What am I doing, Gina? I know you're all over the place. <laughs> nothing uh, new there. Nothing no, nothing new. new there. Right, are we good to go? <laughs> you stop fiddling. <laughs> Welcome to Izzy and Gina in Stitches, informal conversation about life in general and art and creativity in particular with me, Gina Ferrari. And me, Izzy Moore. Hello, Gina. How are you? Hello. I'm absolutely fine, I think. I think so, anyway. It seems a long time since, since we last spoke and it's not, is it? It's only the normal two weeks. It was only two weeks. I've been thinking this, thinking it's, it does seem like a very long time. Maybe we've just done a lot of things. A lot of stuff's been going on. Yeah, sometimes we message each other a lot more between podcasts, and I don't think we have this time. Yeah, the week after I spoke to you last, I thought my courses were all out there ready, people signing up, people starting to do the things. Yeah. And there was a little bit of a gap in one of them, which I sort of knew about. And so I remedied that. I plugged the gap. So I had another week of stitching furiously and making more videos and editing. So right which you hadn't planned yeah, yeah which I hadn't planned it needed doing it definitely and I knew it needed doing and I was no way I was going to get it done before the course opened but as soon as it had opened and we got the podcast out of the way I was straight back into work right. again straight back into yeah. work again and so that was that and we had another thing for mum again last weekend which I can't believe that's only a weekend ago and so this week really is the first time when I've had I say nothing to do. I haven't had... Really? Whoa, I dream of that. <laughs> well, ah, that's a very interesting point as well, you say that. Yeah, so not nothing to do. I've had lots of things to do that I should have been doing before that I finally felt I could get to that now. Because sure. when I work, I it's like firefighting. I do the thing that is the most urgent because it's got to be ready by tomorrow or it's got to be sure. ready by yeah you know, and so it's firefighting so I do that and then by the time I've done that there's another thing that I've yep. got to do because that's the next urgent thing I don't ever feel like I'm getting ahead which is which is nonsense because that's not true I know earlier in yeah. October I was ahead of my game I had all my lists and it was all beautifully yep. awkward I suppose the busier I get and the closer it gets to deadlines, the more it becomes like firefighting and it's just manic, busy. And that's when the mess happens because I have not got time to tidy up. So I just have to shove it to one side, do the next thing. You should see my studio. <laughs> I don't have to, I can imagine. I go in there and think, then there's things I want to do. No, no, shut the door, go away. Exactly, because there isn't time to think about that. Nope, got to do this. Absolutely. I'm with you on that at the moment. It's interesting when you said, oh, I haven't got time to not do, or what is it? I can't remember what you phrased it just then. I don't know, to have a week where I don't have to think about yeah. doing it. Yeah. Because this week, I genuinely, the courses, that was all finished. That was all happy, lovely. Everything's working out fine. Everyone's happy. Um, that's good. All the mum's stuff for now is done. done. That's all okay. Child is still not home from uni. So this is my time. Hooray, I was going to do some art this week um or last week rather and you know what happened it it was it was a full sort of adhd not a meltdown it, it was like right. a free-for-all it was like i'd been let off my lead 
So you need a structure. It's yeah. like a spaniel sort of let off their lead, just running around in circles going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> on Monday, I thought, what well, did I do on Monday? I sat on the dining room floor and I sorted magazines, which urgently oh. needed doing. I had too many I was keeping for collage. Oh, that's got nice pictures. I'll use them. They'd sat there for so long. So I went yeah. through, I ripped out a few little bits that I thought might be good. And I just got rid of that. But but I've never had, I haven't had the time to do that recently. So then it builds, it's heaps, isn't it? There's, yeah, because stuff like that isn't urgent. It needs doing, no. but it's not urgent. So it sits there until you've got that free time. And then you have to deal with those sort of things. Yeah. yeah. And, but what you said as well about not having the time, because Nick said, oh, you know, I haven't got the luxury of just sitting around sort of, doing because I you know I was saying oh, I've not, not done nothing I've not done anything I've just been sort of foofling about to oh I haven't got the luxury to do that and I thought actually in terms of sort of ADHD as well a lot of the time it seems like we are just spinning doing nothing just sort of going from heap to yeah. heap drifting from one random task to another you know I was making kombucha I have been doing a course in understanding autism I've been right. doing that. Oh, come back to that in a moment. There's a really interesting point. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. I, I think I'm trying to work out how to get it into my courses. Um, so, you know, I've been doing all these random disparate things and it seems like sort of, oh, just the luxury of just being able to do what you want when you want. It's not a luxury. It's actually quite hellish. Yeah, no, I think for me it would be a luxury. Yeah, because I mean... This week, I've got well, I've got my courses done. I've done that. I've got those advent calendars have been done. They're delivered. And I thought, right, this week, no, this week I've got the Lego birthday cake to make and things <laughs> like that. And, and I went to buy the boards and the box for it. No, they didn't have them. So I've got to go somewhere else, which is what I'm going to do after we've finished recording, I think, you know, which is a morning out that I didn't expect. So, yeah, nightmare. So what I mean by thing? hellish is it it isn't actually fun. No. Having the time off, like you're saying, without the structure and thinking, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I could get to this now and get, I don't know what to do first. So actually I've got a week until child's home from uni. I think I'm tempted to just keep doing some more work. I've got to do some other things before she's home. Have you? Yeah. yeah I want to do some more stitching videos and things. Yeah. I'm not doing work now till January. I've got a, I've got a <laughs> week. Think. I've got a week, I think. Well, having said that, you still plan it and do things in your head, don't you? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I've got ideas for January and stuff like that. And I'm doing some more free YouTube-y things. But well, I, I say know. you are still work. You are still Yeah, working. it is work. It is work. Some things just yeah. don't feel like work in my head. I suppose. I suppose, so. yeah. But, the, yeah, the, enough courses now for, for this year. So Yes. Yeah, you've yeah. been busy on those. Yeah, and they've gone quite well. I was quite pleased, actually. Good. The last couple of courses. So encouraging encouraging yeah. but I will say and I, I don't mind saying publicly I saw this thing on connected artists about holding a flash sale and this that and the other and I thought yeah yes I've got some bits and pieces that have sat there that you know I've sold one or two of the series and these are what's remaining I'll do a flash sale do you know what I sold nothing oh Gina and I've got people come back and said oh how lovely how inspirational a lot of feedback not a thing and then I think I wonder, is it because I don't have e-commerce on the website? So to buy, they've got to get in touch and then I've got to invoice. But other people do that. But there we go. I'm, I'm not disheartened about it. I don't care, really. But but it's an interesting experiment, it was, isn't it? It was. Because I had a look at your website. I had to look at your sale. And some of them 
I couldn't see a price, so I assumed that those had sold, and you just edited to say, oh, all oh. the ones that I had on sale, I thought I'd put a price on. They'd all oh, had okay. a price on. Yeah, I just did a sale page. Oh, yes, which I I've saw. Now taken down. I've removed now. I mean, for me, it was a good exercise because I'm rubbish at trying to update my website, and it it's clunky. It's not as intuitive. And I couldn't see how to put the details. It took me forever. But I did it. And I thought, well, that was a good exercise for me. If yeah. It, nothing is ever lost, is it? No, that's right. No. So, But, you know, I've still got these pieces available, people. So yes, they're still difficult. for sale. They are. But, no, of course, nobody can see them now because I thought I'm not leaving that sale page up forever because it's that's not the point of a flash now. But if they go to your Instagram, you can see things on there. I think you yeah, you probably trace back and say, "I like that third photograph." You know, is it for sale? Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. No, just if get somebody in touch. was to contact me like that, I would still offer them at the sale price. Hmm. But I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> it's hard work earning a living at this, isn't it? It is. I I did sort of say this week when Stuart came home again. I said, you know. Sometimes I think just getting a job and just doing this for fun might be better. <laughs> but I've been down that route, haven't I? We've both been there. That's it's it's hard, isn't it? Because we know that first day of having to go somewhere else and do something else and be probably well, either bored out of your mind or too frantic and busy and run off your feet to be bored. Yeah. I mean the last time I did it. I was working in a kitchen. And That's cooking, what I was thinking of. As well as tending the till and doing everything. And it was, I, I would have some eight hour shifts, which don't sound long. And I'd come home and I could barely move. <laughs> so. Well, the last time I went out to work was in school doing exams. Yeah. And that is a bizarre combination. It does messes with your head of having to be, because I was in charge of the team of people as well. So having to keep an eye on what adults were doing and what the kids were doing and what yeah. the exam is doing, what the clock's doing, which is a challenge for me. Number of timers and th <laughs> and little notes and post-its yeah. all over my desk. Um, and, yeah, quite sort of complicated paperwork with all the, the special needs, sort of, you know, keeping an eye on who was getting extra time. and blah, blah, blah. So there was a lot to do at the same time as nothing, nothing. to do yeah. other than watch the passing of time. And it's so hard to stay alert and not just drift off into a daydream. It actually oh, wow. took so much brain power. I'd be useless at that. <laughs> I I was very good at my job, but oh boy, did I get tired doing it. And you think, how do you get tired just sitting doing nothing? But it's yeah. it's exhausting. No, it's just concentrating. It is, yeah. Yeah, it's the staying away. Anyway, um, yeah, very, very quickly, this Understanding Autism course I'm doing, the reason yeah. why it's caught my imagination in terms of how it's done, it's a free course, but the brilliant thing is, if I don't finish it, I have to pay. Oh, really? Oh, yes. clever. <laughs> and I think that is genius because it's yeah. keeping me on track. I'm like, oh, 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 I've got to do module one. I've got to do my assignment. Otherwise, I'll be behind. And then that is really interesting because that something yeah. came up with Helen Perry the other day. Right. And she said courses where people have to show up and do things at a certain time are more successful. If you do what we do and people can enroll, start them whenever they like, have unlimited access, they put it off, they don't do it, they don't complete the course because they bought it two months ago and then they've half forgotten about that. it. I yeah. do that. 
but then it gives them a negative impression of that course and that course provider. And I hadn't thought of it like that. It's like, Mm. oh, that course was rubbish. I never finished it. Even though they, it's their fault. But if you say, right, this is the class I'm delivering today, you've got to show up, you get a recording, but the, and then it's gone in six weeks time are more successful. See, it's really hard, isn't it? Because so many people did things like the swirls thing and the winter. Well, all my courses previously on Coursecraft were a limited time. Yeah, mine were. Yeah, they were either for a few months when I first started doing it and then I extended it. So Seascapes was a year. And it did make a massive difference because the day the course started, boom, people were in there. And the Facebook group, it was buzzing. There was, you know, there was stuff. And there were lots of finished work, wasn't there? Yeah. And in the first couple of weeks, it was really busy. I was slightly worried about starting all of my wintery courses all at the same time, because previously, if I'd done that, I would have been just on Facebook permanently just answering questions. And I half wondering, thinking, oh, have I just made a rod for my own back for the weeks just before Christmas having to. But actually, it's been quite manageable They're, yeah fairly quiet it's yeah. very quiet people are there and obviously the like the christmas tree cards that's something you need to crack on and do if you're going to get them yeah sent if out. you're going to so do people, it yes yeah so yeah. people are doing that one for and a lot of people have bought the bundle so they're doing that one first and then presumably they'll get to the others later sure but yeah it is different there's a and same with seascapes this summer actually because i offered it with forever access and yeah. It's not the same buzz. Yeah. And I oh, there's know. so much to think about. So we're much going to off topic entirely. We, we've, we've been chatting for ages and we're nowhere near our top. We've got a topic for today, believe it or not. Yeah. Suggested by a listener, wasn't it? Which was rather nice. It was suggested by a listener. And um, it's something I think you and I have both actually we found time in our busy schedules to do this haven't we we have over the last few days yeah i can't remember the exact wording of the question have you got i'm not sure i have but it was from leanne who i do know actually haven't seen her for years and years and years but we did meet on a course many years ago and she just wanted to know what were our suggestions for really good creative days out what do we enjoy doing or what are our best suggestions and we thought well that's quite an interesting one to tackle so yeah that's what we're doing and we're called what we called it creative dates creative dates artist dates, dates creative yeah. dates yes I think when you're going out of the house not to like a doctor's appointment <laughs> or whatever but, <laughs> but where you're sort of doing something with the intention of being inspired in some way yeah. going to an exhibition going to a go or whatever I think that's what she I think that's what she was by. asking us yes yeah so thank yeah. you Leanne that's a really good topic thank yeah. you yeah, and I think immediately we've got different takes on this. Yeah. Because for me, I don't do so much. <laughs> I don't do this as much as you, I don't think. Because pre-COVID, I didn't have I didn't have that much money, I suppose, to yeah. go because from here, there is nothing here. This is a cultural desert. Unless I go down to Brighton, where there's a bit more going on. Or like to Eastbourne, we've got the Towner Gallery, which I'm not that keen on really. Yeah. Or I go up to London, so I have to buy a train ticket and go up to London. Yeah, well, so do I. I'm in the same situation for that. So, yeah, there's... Oh, You've got Cambridge. Mm, yes, some things go on in Cambridge. It's mm. hit and miss. I think generally, <laughs> though, 
I think you've got more arty stuff going on generally. So like your open houses is more local to you with where everything's mm. going on. Here, again, I have to go down to Brighton for that or Lewis. There's, yeah. there's stuff going on, but it's not as, I don't think we have right. as much. So anyway, so pre-COVID, I didn't do so much of that because I didn't have the cash. COVID came, obviously no one went anywhere. Post-COVID, I'm now either too busy or it's still, I, I sort of don't know where to start really. And so for me, actually, it's not so much about going to, so I know that you've done the V&A membership. Which I'm not, haven't anymore. That was pre-COVID. So, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But I think in the past, you've been better at going to exhibitions and just keeping more up to date. Yeah, I did because I had the membership. Yeah. So I'm, I, I yeah. did go to see things. Yeah. Yeah, whereas I haven't so much. I would go to some textile things. So I'd go to Prism and I'd go to the Knitting and Stitch, which I'm just not interested no, not. in going to anymore at all. But otherwise, I wouldn't tend to do... That wouldn't be my first choice of something to go out and do. No, it's not mine either, actually. Oh, OK. So I don't... You're assuming oh, things about me here, Isabel. I'm yes. assuming things about you. <laughs> I mean, for me, it's more about indulging in a sort of like a special interest yeah. something which I wouldn't normally be doing otherwise that was my first thing on my list oh oh well, there we go it was doing something creative not necessarily a new skill but learning something or doing something creative for a okay. day out. so there we are I, which is what you just you're about to tell us what you did yeah yeah well like yeah at the weekend I got an email from Ruby of Native Hands, who does yes. the courses in the woods, the sort of basketry and stuff. And she had her Christmas decorations course, just a two hour thing making decorations out of English rush. Last year I did the Twiggy wreath right. and I hadn't done the rush thing. And I said to himself, oh, what are we doing on Saturday? Anything happening this Saturday? Have we actually got a free yeah. weekend? I said, why didn't you come with me? And he's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I'd be rubbish. I can't do anything with my hands. I can't do that. I'm not very good. I said, oh, come on. I, I thought we never do anything together. Right. We never do anything together. We occasionally, you know, we go out for our walks, but one or other of us or both of us are ranting about something. <laughs> oh, fun. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're great company. Um, but I thought, no, actually, an afternoon in the woods in the woods where Ruby goes, because it's very quiet compared to ours where we've got road noise. It would just be a really good break because we've both been yeah. flat out busy just to be outside, peace and quiet, the fire, because, you know, Nick loves all that sort of thing. You know, I thought even if you don't do very well with the decoration, you can just sit by the fire. That doesn't matter, does it? It's just the experience yeah, of being out. it just out. doesn't matter. Just... I think what we're talking about, yeah. Exactly. So he was very, very reluctant, but he really enjoyed it surprise surprise and uh I was talking to Ruby about oh you know have you got your calendar for oh, next well, year sorted yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't about doing anything that although my brain was sort of oh I wonder what else I could do this with you know because I haven't got the rush at home what else could I use yeah but it kind of triggers those sort of thoughts so my brain was ticking yeah, yeah. but it's mostly about just the being away from this house so in that respect, it doesn't really matter what it is I go and do. Right. It wouldn't have mattered if I'd gone and done a cookery course or any, it wouldn't have mattered. For me, it's the act of going out of the house. Because again, I 
I'm not as sociable as you. And you probably say, oh, you're not. So-. I think it's the act of doing something as well, even if it's, you know, it's not directly what you would normally do. You know, if you're manipulating a rush, it's not necessarily what you would normally be doing. Because we did this when we did the baskets course, yeah. didn't we? And we, we said, you know, are they transferable skills? And I think if you're doing something creative, yes, it is. And so that's nurturing your creativity. That's my take. But what I mean is, for me, I don't even have to go and do a course. For me, just leave it. I, I think because it's been raining so much as well, hasn't it? Just God. oh, awful. So last Friday we went down. We went down to Waitrose, <laughs> and we were just sort of wandering around doing a Friday night shop, which is a naughty shop. Sort of, oh yes, a little bottle of Beaujolais Nouveau. That would be quite nice. Yes, pop one of those, and you know, one of those shops, um, and just sort of walking around. And I thought, oh, this is nice. <laughs> <laughs> seeing nice seeing some people that we knew and just sort of looking at I don't know just things like the packaging or the theme they've gone with this year for the Christmassy things just looking at the colors and things just so even just walking around the supermarket getting out of the house I can have the ideas start right sort of ping yeah. <laughs> because it's getting out of this house going for a walk for me I have to be quite careful, actually, about going on sort of artist dates or going to a gallery or going to an exhibition or an art and craft show because I get ideas so easily, really. It's right. too much. It's overwhelmed. Yeah. It's too, yeah, I'm overstimulated. So yeah. uh, something like an afternoon in the woods is actually much better for me because it's calming. Yeah, I mean, I did a, well, a two-day gel print class, didn't I? And, and for yeah. me, that was just a... A day out it's not something I would have perhaps normally done I've done gel printing I, d- I don't think I particularly learned anything new mm. but it was just that couple of days silence away from the day-to-day stuff at yes. home yes. where you can just concentrate on something like that so I think doing a course whether it's a two hours in the woods and it's something random or whether it's something you want to explore further that's what I meant by that that act of concentrating that does calm down your brain yeah of actively doing something different mm. yeah my second point, which I thought was just because I happened to do it last week and it was totally random why I did it, and was just sometimes to go and listen to a lecture or hear a talk. Yeah. You know, there's lots of wonderful talks on things like TED, aren't there? So you don't have to necessarily leave the house. So there are free things. It's listening to them because they pop up on YouTube and I add it to my, oh, I'll watch that later. Do I? Do I actually go back? Yeah, no. but what I'm saying is there are things you can listen to and watch if you haven't got the cash yeah. and things like that. Yeah. But I, it was Cambridge Literary Festival, mm. and there were lots of people, obviously people promoting their books. And I just happened to spot Esme Young from The Sewing Bee was on there, and I thought she's quite an interesting sort of character. So I booked myself a ticket and went into Cambridge, and I dragged Stuart in with me, and we had coffee and croissants oh. beforehand, and yeah. then met me afterwards. So. But she was just, she was great fun. And she talked about her early life and going to art college. And yeah. then she started up a fashion company called Swanky Modes. And so, yeah, it was good fun. I was tempted to buy the book simply because, you know, the books were there. and It's always tempting at these things, isn't it, to do that? She she was quite interesting and fun. And in some ways, well, it's inspired me to come home and clear out my wardrobe. Oh, right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And thinking, yeah, I've got all these clothes. I can alter some. I can get rid yeah. of others, things like that. So yeah. in some ways it was quite creative yeah. in terms of fabrics and things you can do with stuff. Yeah. But that another thing one. is popped into my when you were talking about um, talks, 
and things yeah. is podcasts because yeah i listen to podcasts and stuff at home but i'm usually interrupted or i'm usually having to stop right. and just do something else but i had another sort of creative day yesterday because i had my filaments group sure so there's a group of us who've been meeting up for i don't know 12 13 years now or something we don't exhibit <laughs> we we barely get anything done um, I've been I to a, a couple of these meetings haven't I I and I had a bit of a panic because I didn't realize until Saturday evening very late that it was actually Sunday this Sunday I thought, oh oh okay but I knew exactly what I wanted to take I took my fabric coiled basket thing that I've right. been sort of half meaning to get back to because I actually need the basket I need to do right. the thing so I took that but on and when I drive anywhere, so if I'm going to meet my friend, like Carol, up at hers, we went out. Oh, I have been on a few of these, haven't I, actually, yes, recently? Yeah, no, 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 backtrack here, missus. <laughs> anyway, when I'm out in the car, I like to listen to a podcast. Um, so I'll always make sure I've got something downloaded on my phone. So yesterday I was listening to Andy J Pizza. A creative pep talk all oh, right yeah oh he drives me mad Can't i know he does i know he does and he is slightly annoying the music on the it gets stuck in my head that was going around my head at two o'clock this morning oh, but what he was saying though was really really interesting uh well i'm not going to go into what he was saying but it has fired off lots of things to consider quite seriously right. about how i approach or don't approach my art at the moment. That's what I should have been doing last week. I said I was going to have a creative week. But, yeah. you know, I'll put that off till of... January. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might try and do something just calm and creative over Christmas rather than just do work. I think another week of work then over Christmas when I can't sure. really work, I'll do something. Anyway, so I like to do that when I'm out and about because that's like having a talk isn't it but yes, when I'm is, driving yeah. and it's the same if I go up to London on the train I will often listen to a podcast and I'll have my notebook a train is brilliant because I can yeah. take a little notebook sketchbook and I can just doodle ideas and thoughts yeah, and that's journaling true I, yeah. I love a train journey I really do that's what I mean yeah. it, for me it doesn't really matter what it is I'm going to go and do yeah it's the act of getting out of the house and doing yeah. seeing new things yes meeting people is lovely as well yeah but a train journey specifically yeah a train journey particularly but also a drive a decent yeah. drive not just a 10 minute drive but you know a half an hour not too long yeah. not I'm too not short. so keen on that I mean I, I do listen to podcasts when I, mm. I drive but yeah but so it's kind of going out listening to something different these are all getting your head into that different space just different creative space yeah yeah indeed yeah I mean I do like to go to an art gallery or a museum but not particularly to see something relevant to what I'm doing no I, I quite like to go and see different things and there are plenty you know and there's there's some lovely little gems of galleries around I think it was just before the whole covid thing i think back in 2020 nick had a meeting in maidstone and kaz holmes had she was part of an exhibition there and i wouldn't have gone over by myself to it not especially no no yeah. he had a meeting in the middle of maidstone so i thought oh i'll come along with you and i saw this beautiful textile exhibition there were lots of various things people i really like like louise baldwin as well right. She had some pieces there and the Cass Holmes thing. So 
lots of people who I like. That was great. Spent a long time in there. But I spent the longest amount of time in the foyer or around there, at the bottom of the museum looking at a canoe. Right. I can't remember where it was from, but it was this incredibly wonderfully carved canoe. <laughs> sort of primitive art. Yeah. The decorations on it. I was just so absorbed by it I took photos I sketched it fabulous and I had no idea that that was there yeah and it's those exciting discoveries I mean one of the my favorite places is in Ely Cathedral and they've Mm. got a stained glass museum and it's Mm. a tiny little museum upstairs in the, the cathedral and it shows stained glass from really old stuff through to really contemporary things yeah and I happen to be working with a group of children and we were looking at that and took them there first time I discovered it. And it's a real little gem of a museum. And there are often these little tiny fun museums to go and yeah. see. They're good, they're good days out. And I think it's yeah. it's just keeping your sort of antenna sort of tuned. Yeah, and your mind open. Yeah, and taking a sort of a gamble, sort of, oh, that looks interesting. Let's pop in there. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm going to give a plug for the um, Fashion and Textile Museum, which I know is in London, so it's probably really annoying for anybody who can't get to London or living in another country. But it's one of the better London museums, isn't it? I think. I, I've been to lots and lots yeah. of different exhibitions there, and it's small. Yeah, it is small. And some of the exhibitions I've thought, no, I don't fancy that at all, but I have yet to go to one that I've not really enjoyed. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I guess it's fabric and textiles, a lot of fashion by the title. Talking of fabricy textiles, actually, there's one I haven't been to, but I keep meaning to, but we've not been down to um, Wales, the depths of Wales, to see nice. reddies and stuff for a very long time. But there is a quilt museum in Lampeter, or there always used to right. be. Is it Jenny Jenny Jones Quilts? Something or other. I'll have to find the link. Um, so Lampeter, tiny little market town, and quilts traditional sort of textiles actually Aberystwyth as well there's a museum in Aberystwyth a lot of Welsh fabrics there it's this sort of how do you describe it it's like a weave yeah and there are these particular patterns and colours obviously sort of quite a limited palette um, yeah Welsh wool sort of heritage text heritage I can't remember I'll find the link for that too yeah but again, see, you know, I didn't plan to go into that. Yeah. We just sort of walk. We don't often go to Aberystwyth because, it, again, because it's so close to where we are, you don't tend to go. Do you know what I mean? Yes. If something is just down the road, you sort of tend to dismiss it. So, oh, either because you've been in the past. We've got Wakehurst Place, which is like Kew Gardens, but out in the countryside. It's amazing. And we say, oh, can we go to Wakehurst? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> really spoilt, isn't it, actually? Yeah. But I think I think really the conclusion for all of this is that you know, work, you just keep your eyes open and you can be out and about and not plan. I, I guess it's harder if you decide, right, I've got this day off next week and I want to do something special. The pressure's on then, isn't it? Except yeah. to me, I would say take the pressure off yourself. Go somewhere maybe you haven't been before, you know, a town. Yeah. Just go for an explore. Drive somewhere, get a train somewhere, get a bus somewhere and just see, see what, what happens. See what happens, see, see what you find. Yeah, that and just, exciting. you know, yeah, just the change of scene is <laughs> good enough. Years ago, we'd been up in Scotland in Torridons. I think Nick had just climbed up a mountain. I hadn't. I got halfway and I thought, no, can't do this. It involves scrambling stuff. No, no, no. I sat in the car. And then we drove around the loch and sort of went on a bit further. And we stopped 
for this little tiny shop. I said, oh, stop, stop, crafts, stop going in. And we had a scrapbook of our holiday and photos. And Nick's caption for that particular day was the inevitable craft shop. Which I don't find those sort of places as inspiring as I think I going sometimes to. you find some really quirky little things yeah sometimes it is all a bit sort of heather this highland cow that yeah. but sometimes you do find some amazing local artists yeah so when we were in scotland last summer you know i found a brilliant art a brilliant painter who's actually in the connected artist club so that was right. a really interesting part so you just never know never know you don't but i am going to finish with my last one anyway for me one of my best artist dates is showing up here and talking to you once a fortnight. Oh, no, because it's an exchange of ideas with yes. a like-minded person. So uh, obviously not everybody's going to be doing a podcast, but it's having that accountability with a friend and turning up yeah, and having a chat and realizing you're not alone in the way you think about things and the things that are happening is really valuable. I'm going to name drop Mrs. B here as well, oh, yeah. because quite often, well, she listens to this. Okay. And when I, and then I meet up with her, I usually meet up with her sort of about once a month yes. and we have coffee and she says, Oh, I was the one we were talking about the curse of creativity. She said she was just in stitches. Yeah. She did email me. Did she? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we have a chat about, it. I have sort of like the debrief with her afterwards. Yeah. So again, it's the same thing, isn't it? It's, ha it's having yeah. that chat with a friend and, and you know, if you're doing nothing else, go and meet a friend for a cake and a coffee. You know, yes. we can't have a cake and a coffee. I'm still waiting for my breakfast this morning. So. Oh, Gina. <laughs> I'm going to talk about that in my Diversions and Discoveries. Right. Two things really quickly that I've got. I've discovered an app for my desktop. So this is the app of the week. This is the app that's going to change his life this week. <laughs> Shush. Stop it. It's a thing you can get for your desktop. There is a paid version, but if you go back, you can find the original one, version 1.0. It's called Fences, and you install it. And what it does, all that crap that's sitting on your desktop, on your computer, yeah. it puts it into categories. It goes, whoop, puts them into categories so you can find your files, you can find your applications. And then the best thing of all, you double click on the screen and it hides it. It's like having a magic cupboard that you can just shove all the rubbish in, shut the doors and you never know it's there. See, at that point, I'd be in a mad panic. It's all gone. I can't find it. So it's the illusion of being clear and uncluttered. Oh, but bear that. Anyway, so I think it's brilliant. It's called Fences 1.0. And the second thing is, yeah, very quickly from Andy J. Pizza yesterday, he was talking about um, creativity, making work and stuff. And I'll just leave you with this, that the obstacle is the brief. The thing that is stopping you or the thing that's making it difficult mm -hmm. to do whatever it is you want to do, that is actually the creative brief. So rather than seeing it as a frustration or an annoyance, actually that is then the parameters for creating the work and that then becomes inspiring and a challenge and a problem to be solved and it just changes right. your way of looking at things and I like that. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> anyway what have you got? I have been taking part in this intermittent fasting study with the Zoe people. So you're hungry? Well yes I've well I am this morning which is unusual because I'm not usually so it's been a study with Zoe and it was for three weeks initially and I've extended mine because it, by extending it and reporting, it's making me accountable. Oh, right. So, so you yeah. can 
carry on on there sort of beyond because i signed up and i reported yeah. for about a day and then obviously i forgot all about it did you oh no i might i don't know i get a notification about reporting i, I do yeah yeah i yeah. ignore them oh, but you ignore yeah. it okay <laughs> so i mean it was dead simple the first week you ate as normal and recorded various symptoms and times you ate and then after that you have to eat within a 10 hour window so you're fasting for 14 hours okay it's a big study i think there's thousands of people doing it and it's so it's it's quite a blunt tool i think obviously because you know you're depending on people reporting and yeah this that and the other so you're not supposed to change necessarily what you eat and things like that it's just to reduce this eating window so you've got a 14 hour fast i have read a little more about it because i thought well why would this make any difference and it's to do with your gut biome that some of the microbes only sort of become active when your stomach isn't having food going through it right okay snack and don't have a snack till late in the evening and then an early breakfast they don't have a chance to really get going and they actually have effects on other parts of the body so that kind of makes sense that makes sense yeah and the study really it's just looking at hunger levels energy levels and mood levels and any other symptoms you can report and i have to say it, it made a bit of difference my mood and my energy have been up there constantly now for four weeks yeah but then I am I am quite high energy and quite high mood anyway so I don't think that's yes has it made a huge difference I don't know I've not had any down days despite all the crap that's going on at the moment yeah that's I think previously you would probably have had more down days I think so I think so because when you said that we haven't been in touch so much over the past few weeks I was sort of quite aware that you had quite a lot going on at home oh, and yeah. you've been trying to do the courses. And so I was keeping my head down as well because I yeah. I half thought you're going to be quite stressed and I don't want to be adding to it by wittering <laughs> on about whatever. <laughs> stressed in so much as I get stressed, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was keeping my head down because I just had a feeling that I hadn't heard from you, so you might not be in a wonderful place. So that's really good yeah. to know that actually you were feeling just energized. Yeah, my and mood's the... been good. And that's I mean, good. I'm part of a Facebook group and some people have negative things and they moan about being hungry. And then other people <laughs> come back and say, well, I've not lost any weight. And people say, well, they're not, it's not the point. It's not to lose weight. It was, that's not what it's studying. Yeah. And I, actually, interestingly, this is a little aside. I put a picture of my breakfast up on the Facebook group the other day and said, I love having breakfast now. <laughs> and just wrote about my experiences that I'm going to tell you in a minute. Yeah. And yeah really positive 500 likes on facebook for a group (laughs) and lots and lots of comments and there was just one chap who said that looks like a really carb heavy sugar laden breakfast because i had fruit with porridge and i was like oh get lost mate this isn't about what we eat it's about looking at the intermittent fasting anyway i digress so my mood's good and as a general rule i don't get that hungry but what i'm trying to do is eat at nine o'clock between nine and nine thirty and then my last meal or anything is between seven and seven thirty in the evening which is really doable that is doable except on days when we record at nine o'clock in the morning and I haven't had my breakfast yet last time you were a bit late and said right that's it sorry I'm having my breakfast (laughs) look on it as a benefit because then you are increasing your fasting window even more I am it's more a boost to your week But the whole point of what I'm trying to say is a really knock on thing, which I hadn't expected. So I can't think it's a placebo. I have had knee pain for over 15 years. It stopped me running. 
I can't go upstairs without hanging onto the banister. I need to push myself up out of chairs. I all and this this is my knee pain. It yeah. has gone. Wow. Within three or four days of starting the intermittent fasting, I thought my knees aren't so bad. And yeah, it's gone totally. I'm so much so I think I might try running in the new year. Ooh. So I am converted to this. And then and again, on the Facebook group, people came back and people said, yes, it's supposed to help with inflammation in the body. That would make sense. And that's one of the side effects. And that's all I can think. Nothing else has changed in my life. So isn't that a great result? I'm not saying it'll work for everybody, but I'm convinced that's what's done it for me. So that's my great discovery. I thought it was a big discovery for me. And it's not like I feel like I'm, I mean, I, we did have one night, we went to the pub, there was a food van. <laughs> And the pub was open and we got there at six and I had a glass of wine and then we had our food and then I had another glass of wine. And I'm like, sorry, I've got a neck this. I've got to finish this by 7.30. <laughs> Quick, drink up. And then I went on to water and, you know, we were with a group of friends and they carried on drinking, but I was okay on water. Yeah. So all I've had this morning is a black coffee. <laughs> See, I'm quite, I can do that though. Yeah, I can. Easily. Yeah. But I, 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 didn't have breakfast one day last week when I took my mum out shopping and I was actually in the supermarket. I must eat. Well, it wasn't even that. I, I get shopping for a, a gentleman in the village and I was working out what he owed me and I couldn't actually add up the numbers. I, I just, my mind just, well, I couldn't concentrate. <laughs> I thought, I'm hungry. I cannot concentrate. I am hungry. That's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So, it was, so I do, I am somebody who does need breakfast because some people can go through to lunchtime and just not eat. Yeah, I, I can have yeah. my breakfast quite late, actually. And if it gets to about 11 o'clock-ish and I haven't eaten, because I've done the sort of intermittent fasting thing. And actually quite often at school, when I was having to go into school yeah. for sort of half seven or eight o'clock, I would have my breakfast, as it were, at noon when I got back cool. in between sessions. Right. I would have something then. And I could do that quite easily, really. Um, yeah no I struggle <laughs> so I am ready for breakfast this morning yeah I've also got I'm not even going to talk about it but I, I've, I've had another fun little discovery this week somebody showed me how to make little fabric coasters oh. from scraps of fabric because I have got a Christmas market this weekend my ears figure oh fabric coasters little scraps of fabric I must learn how to do this okay I've made a YouTube video and I will put a link <laughs> I'll send you the link. I'm going to put it out in my newsletter this week anyway. Thank you. But a friend showed me this and I thought, yep, even if I don't sell them, I'm going to make little piles of these fabric coasters. It will make my stool look pretty. I don't care whether I sell them or not, because that's what everyone's getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so easy to make and fun. But the video that my friend showed me, it didn't really explain it very well. She got in a muddle. So I actually said to her, I will do you a YouTube video so you can actually do this i think she listens to the podcast sometimes and i know she gets my newsletter so thank you jenny but yeah it was um yeah revelation i've used up all my christmas scraps of fabric oh, that sounds just just the sort of thing i need although i am making progress on my bowl i spent all of yesterday when i took it to my group i spent half the day unpicking oh did you yeah because i'd made a plate gina it wasn't a basket or what it was a plate that's what I would do if I, I did that sort of thing. I, I'm, I'm not sure how you get the curve. I kept thinking, when's it going to go up? And it wasn't going, and then it just got bigger. And bigger. So I unpicked inches worth, um, half thinking, you know, is it all going to come unraveled? But it didn't. Right. So I unpicked loads, and then I stitched it again, and it's starting to become a bowl. Good. So, <laughs> uh, so I did that. And it's a fabulous use of fabric scraps. It's great. Sure. 
But no, I didn't mention actually a fabulous thing I did very I'll just squeak this in at the end. Yeah. Last Sunday, we had mother's birthday treat. So because the party, that wasn't a treat. No, that was just a party. That's just That's what you did. Work. <laughs> yeah. But no, this was actually something that she's always wanted to do. Um, my brother had the idea of doing it. And we thought, yeah, OK, go on then. Because I've actually always wanted to go there. We met at Didcot Parkway Station, where all adventures begin. This random tiny station. It's yeah, I did see the station. I thought, where is she going now? Yeah, because you get all the fast trains coming through, you know, from yeah. Paddington to Wales, middle yeah. of nowhere. Anyway, then we all piled into a cab and we went to the Manoir au Quatre Saisons, which is Raymond Blanc's gaff in Oxfordshire. Very nice. And we were early, so we had a little walk around his very famous vegetable garden. Yeah, very impressed. With mother, yes, in- inspecting the vegetables. Oh. Sort of mother, sort of. Oh, look at that! Oh, so that was that was nice. And um, but just the whole experience, and you know, so they they, it, I mean, it's what you pay for, isn't it? Oh, absolutely. It's the yeah. experience and being looked after and not feeling rushed, and. You know, because they they made it special for her as well because it was her 80th birthday, and so she got a card from the man, yeah. whether it was actually was the man himself, but, he, but anyway, yeah. um, and things like, oh, would you like, you know, here's the menu, would you like an aperitif? And I'm thinking, oh, I don't really know what to have, and and my brother's like, oh, quite, yeah, and I'll have a glass of champagne, and Mum was like, oh, I'm not sure about champagne, and I said, oh, I'm not really sure, I don't do very well with fizz, you know, I can't drink too much, and my sister was like, oh, I'm not really sure. Oh, well, maybe a glass. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe a glass would be, yeah, a glass would be nice. Oh, let's get a bottle. Well, yeah, if you're all yeah. having a glass of champagne, yeah. of course you need a bottle. And then things like the menu, you know, just the wines themselves. If you had mm. the matching wines for each person, it's more than we would spend on a meal for the two of us here. Just the wine. Believe it. Yeah. And my brother was like, well, you know, it would, it really works, you know, having the wine with it because it's paired so beautifully. So he said, yeah. I'm going to do that. And the three of us, me, my sister, my mum, were like, well, maybe we're, well, maybe we should get a bottle between us. What would they recommend? Let's ask the sommelier, what would they recommend? I thought, well, actually, it would be nice to try yeah. each of the wines. So, oh, maybe I'll do that. And so we went from, we'll just get a bottle between the three of us. Actually, no, let's all just blow. Yeah, forget. Why not? Why not? <laughs> so we got all the wines. And... And, you know, when you eat, you know, and then they bring you another, another glass of wine with the next the, the wine. The collection of empty glasses had, was very impressive. A massive collection of empty glasses. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but it was exquisite. But the, the funniest thing was they, they brought out these, this food, you know, the, all these beautiful, beautiful plates of food. Just so exquisitely presented and absolutely delicious. And... I was just so itching to take a photo. I really <laughs> wanted, not necessarily to put on Instagram or whatever, <laughs> but my sister, she was like, oh, and people who just bring out their phones and taking photos Photograph of their, their food. <laughs> you know, and, and I was staying with so-and-so and even she was doing it. So I was like, oh, I better not then. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a shame because it was so pretty. I wanted a record yes. of how it looked. Nothing wrong with that. But I didn't. I was very, very good. Anyway, all this talk of food. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. 
but yeah, porridge is not yeah. quite on the same level as the cat saison. No, I've got overnight oats prepared, ready. The second you hit stop, I'm in there with my spoon. This with your morning. spoon. No, I was just going to say, so that wasn't an artist date and that was just with family. But the setting itself, the whole, it was so beautiful. Inspirational, yeah. It was inspirational. It was so, yeah, it was just so lovely. Um, so that in itself was inspiring, but not just the food and how pretty it was, but also the experience. So yeah. being sort of looked after like that. So again, it doesn't matter what you go and do. It's who you're doing it with and how it sort of yeah. makes you feel and just getting that change of scene. Friends as well. Friends. friends. Yeah. Friends yeah. and family. That's that's our takeaway from it. Time with friends, doing something different. Shall I wrap this one up then, Gina, so you can have your breakfast? Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. It was a bit of a whiffly waffly one this week. But if you enjoyed it, please consider leaving a review because that really helps us and forward it to a friend. That would be wonderful. Next time, don't know what we're talking about. But meanwhile, you can find us at ginaferrari-art.co.uk and isabelmore.co.uk. Speak to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Are you sure we're good to go? Starting a timer, which is now a bit slow, but anyway. That's okay. I'm still pointing up at the ceiling. Right. There you go. Right, you can start now. Are you sure? I've just got your desk then. Oh, that's your timer. Do you want to say that again? I know, because I can't remember what I said. <laughs> My brain's not... Thank you for listening if you like the music it's by ixon and you can find it at soundcloud.com slash ixon and the link is also in the show notes